like when you're young that's what you think you think like you're gonna buy business business is gonna work for you but it's not when you buy it like i learned this now that when you when you do something in business you have to work for the business and then if you if you're good enough and blessed enough then it will return back to you Welcome to the Small Business Celebration Podcast, the podcast by successful small business owners for business owners like you, so you can grow a strong and profitable business and use something you learned on this podcast today. Our guest is Cristo Garcia of the Cristo Garcia Farmers Insurance Agency, and he is going to guide us on the importance of setting goals, how to stay organized in your business, and how to talk to your clients when prices go up. But before we get into this wide ranging conversation, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. As a business owner, you are a visioneer, and you are ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than your mainstream competition. But what about your message? If your clients and customers don't clearly understand what you can do for them, you are leaving money on the table. If you confuse, you lose. Here at Small Business Celebration, we have a seven-step solution that can clarify your message and put you in the game. Don't leave money on the table. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule an introduction today. Tim McNeely with Lifestone Wealth Management understands that most entrepreneurs like you simply want to make a difference in the lives of the people they love and the causes they care about. In order to do that, you need assistance in solving all of your unique financial needs. The problem is... Your current financial advisor wants to talk about what a great job they are doing managing your investment portfolio, and that can leave you feeling frustrated and misunderstood. Tim believes you deserve financial advice that moves beyond your portfolio. Tim understands that you need advice on minimizing taxes, taking care of the next generation, and protecting your hard-earned assets, all while supporting the causes you are passionate about. That is why, for the last 20 years, Tim has focused on providing advice beyond investments. Here's how it works. First, you and Tim meet and he learns what really matters to you. Then, Tim presents a plan for moving forward, making real progress towards achieving your most important goals. To get started, contact Tim at lifestonewm.com. That's lifestonewm.com. And start making a difference in the lives of the people you love and the causes you care about. Welcome, fellow small business owners and visioneers. I'm Michael Roberts here on the Small Business Celebration Podcast. And our guest today is not really a guest. He is the new addition to the Small Business Celebration family. His name is Daryl Dean Santos, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Michael. Happy to be here. Daryl has a long line of experience on helping a lot of other business owners grow a strong and profitable business. And tell us, Daryl, why did you want to come join Small Business Celebration? I really thought this was an opportunity where I'd be able to expand on my experience and be able to continue in helping small business owners where business as itself was something that has been a great interest of me uh, growing up and allows me to be able to help serve people. Uh, and that's where I kind of find my calling. Uh, growing up and doing a lot more of self-discovery, I live by two philosophies. One is from Zig Ziglar. Again, if you first help people get what they want, 
in the end, you'll eventually get what you want. Mm -hmm. And the other philosophy is the Kaizen philosophy where we're continuously looking for improvement, whatever that may be. So by being able to combine those two philosophies together, it allows me to come from a place of serving to help the other individual and help focus on their needs to help their business become successful. And I feel like that's more of my calling where I could come join other people's journey and their life of becoming successful business owners and seeing that journey and their success coming to fruition. What kind of experience do you have as a business consultant? So prior to joining Small Business Celebrations, I worked with Farmers Insurance. I was there as an agency business consultant. So from there, I was really doing essentially what I'm doing here is coming alongside business owners, just more specifically in insurance. But the struggles and the challenges are similar. It's just in a different industry. So being able to help business owners from the ground zero and be able to help them see results and whatever it is that they're doing because each agent is different. So, again, they're going to have their own customized plan to agents that have been there for a while and that just need someone to have me as more of a backboard for their ideas. Excellent. Well, we have a wonderful example of a success story that you have that you've brought to a small business celebration and, and a business owner who has had a bunch of success because of you and what you're able to bring to the table. Who is it that we're going to be introducing later on in this podcast? Later on, it would be Cristo Garcia. He's the farmer's insurance agent out in Lamont. Again, it's the farmer's insurance Crystal Garcia agency. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited for this interview with him because again saw him from the very beginning with no business owner experience to where he is and seeing the successes that he has been experiencing um now excellent well i can't wait to listen to this wide-ranging interview and so let's go ahead and go straight to it this is crystal garcia the farmer's insurance that's a mouthful but that's who he is and let's go ahead and tune in and uh, listen to this wide-ranging podcast Hello, Vell business owners and visioneers. We're here with uh, Daryl Santos that we just interviewed a little, uh, just introduced a little bit earlier. But our guest is Cristo Garcia here in Lamont with Farmers Insurance. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, everyone. I appreciate being here. We appreciate having you here as well. And one of the reasons that we're here to talk today is you have had some guidance and some personal coaching. From Daryl Santos. And Just a at, little bit. <laughs> and at this point, Daryl, uh, say hello to everybody here. Hello, everyone. And uh, go ahead and start with a little bit, Crystal, on what was your business like when you first got started? Well, well, first of all, I'm with Farmers Insurance. I got started back in June of 2016. That's when I bought my agency. But officially, my official start date is in October of 2016, I believe. No, wait, 2015. Um, but... When I started, it was a really complete like mess. It was like a complete roller coaster, um, just because my office was sold to me and it wasn't like the straightest thing. There was like a bunch of mess. Basically, everybody came to me and was upset at me for stuff I never committed or didn't do and stuff. But anyway, so Daryl, you come in with farmers like in 2016. Of, Correct. Like, yeah, 2016. I think it was like in November, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he comes in 2016 November. I first talking, I start talking to him. But uh, first of all, he just introduces him. He's really shy when I first talked to him. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, what is this guy going to help me with? Probably nothing, right? Because he's never been an agent. But then again, I haven't been an agent for a long time. So 
it was just like I didn't trust him at first, but then afterwards he did because he brought like he always seemed professional to me. Because to be honest, I'm always like I was always been late. I was kind of like not the type of person that like was professional at the job at the time. Mm-hmm. But he had everything organized, and every single time like we met, he always had something where he followed up with me or kept me on my toes for something. And I was like, oh crap, you got that? Like he would call <laughs> me out and stuff that I wouldn't get done or anything. So that's what kind of got me, and he just basically helped me get organized and everything that I needed to do. And so now my business is doing a lot better and it's thriving, and I'm really excited where I'm at. That's awesome, Chris. Um, again, and seeing your growth from when you first started to where you are today is night and day. You know, it, going from the struggles that you were overcoming in the very beginning to you being this confident business owner, and that we see, and that you're really just taking the bulls by the horns. And yeah, really taking it's it been over. a. <clears throat> like I said, it's been a huge, huge roller coaster. So Farmers has this type of thing where they changed it this year, but they had a thing where they ranked agents by, like, letters. Mm-hmm. So the lows was a D, and then, like, the highs, like, AAA and stuff. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of this year, I was a D for the first quarter. Wow. So, Jeff, for three months, and it was difficult. That usually means that you're losing and then your business going down. Mm. But um, with everything going on and helping myself get organized and then with Daryl obviously being there and helping me budget as well, trying to get everything that I need to do, it, it, I turned everything around. So we became AAA, I want to say for five months or four months, but I have to check. But it's five months or four months. Basically, it's seven agents right now in Kern County that are, are AAA and stuff, and I was there for the towards the end and stuff. So tell us, Daryl, what were some of the processes that you that you enacted that guided Crystal here to become a successful agent? Yeah, in the beginning, it's just really just assessing where Crystal was at. Uh, for him, it was again new business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, Young man, but again, had a lot of potential. He has the energy, he had the fire in his belly, just ready just to hit the ground running. Again, when Christopher started, again, you were still in school, correct? Yeah, actually, I started, I, I purchased agency when I was 20. Mm. Yeah, so I was a junior in college. Uh, it was like two months before I graduated or something, because I was going through this whole process already before, I mean, I was going through this whole process before school ended in June. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So it was difficult because it was like finals time and everything too. So everything got in my way. But then came next year, uh, when I was a senior at Cal State, mm-hmm. everything was even more difficult because wow. I had to go to school full-time and had to be at my job full-time because this was my original thought. I thought that I, I buy the business, I'd be making all this money, you know, I'd be like pretty good at everything too, but it wasn't like that at all. It was so, so what you're trying to say is you weren't one of these people that uh, went in and bought a business and by noon you were a millionaire. Is that, is that <laughs> didn't well, exactly work that well, way, huh? It's because, you know, like when you're young, that's what you think. You think like you're going to buy a business, business is going to work for you. But it's not. When you buy it, like I learned this now, that when you when you do something in business, you have to work for the business. Mm. And then if, you, if you're good enough and blessed enough, then it will return back to you, like whatever you put into it. So that's what I do. And then Daryl helped me with that, too, put more into the business and kind of like into just myself personally. So tell us, Daryl, what were some of the things that you guided Crystal on. Again, after assessing Crystal's business and where it was at in regards to performance, I was really trying to create systems, right? It was right. trying to find out who were the people on your team. Um, you had a different staff member at the point. I did. But then we found a way to motiv- find a way that motivated her and that really moved the needle, doing the specific task and helping you stay on task in regards to what needed to be done on the daily and be able to keep a vision of what had to get done in three months right to a year correct yeah so he said goals um for i can i can't remember this correctly but i i do kind of at the same time that's weird <laughs> so i remember we had a monthly goal mm-hmm. then we had a three-month goal and i think we had a six-month goal mm. 
because um, I wanted to be at a certain point by six months and stuff. And so we met on, I think it was a monthly basis or every other, we started meeting every other Friday mm-hmm. towards the end. Mm-hmm. But first we started meeting on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. So he would set me up. He was like, oh, hey, like try to get this done and try to get this done at the same time. And I'll be like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, it's whatever. It's easy. But then we'd meet again. And then he's like, did he do it? And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't do any of that. But yeah, so that kind of opened my eyes to be realistic about stuff. And it put me in a place where I really needed to be. Because now I'm extremely responsible for everything, too. But he did set me up pretty well from the beginning just to kind of check everything and kind of assess myself, like he said. So it just it just helped a lot, and I really appreciate that. Seeing you develop and the success that you have been able to sustain, like you said, being like a AAA agent for the past five, five right. months and keeping it going, you know, that's what I wanted to see for every business owner is be able to see them grow in their business and be able to keep that longevity and be able to have that growth. Again, be able to realize some things. You know, I remember um, you had some other challenges as well, um, such as health. Right. That's correct. So um, just for everybody to know, because I don't mind, um, in 2016, I don't remember what month exactly, but I, I was I had pancreatitis. Mm. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got really sick, and I lost like 55 pounds, something like that. Wow. Yeah, I got extremely sick. And keep in mind, I was in school at the time. I was running the business, and then I, I was I was sick, and on top of that, I had like anxiety and stuff. Oh, wow. So I went to the hospital for that, and it was like crazy. It was like oh, really, wow. really difficult. Hmm. So just like for everybody like that's listening and stuff, like if it gets extremely tough, I mean, you're rock bottom. All you can do is go up. Hmm. But yeah, so I had to get everything together. And like I said, he helped me organize on my business sense, so I feel like I had a backup there. Hmm. So he was like really one of my backups because I don't think I talked to anybody else except for you, right? That's yeah, pretty much it. On guidance and stuff. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but I've only met with him, and so. Like I said, it was extremely difficult. It was like a really dark time for me. But, um, well, thankfully, Daryl was there at least to help. Sure. A sure. little bit, huh? But not too much. <laughs> <laughs> one of the points that Crystal brings up very well is one of the gifts that you have is accountability. Not necessarily your accountability, mm-hmm. but your ability to have the client like Christo be accountable to himself so that when he has an appointment with you on Friday and he goes, oh, man, I, I, I didn't get everything done. I right. need to get that all, all going. Tell us a little bit about how that works and, and why that accountability works. Yeah, accountability is, is, is so important because that's when the business owner, him or herself, mm-hmm. really takes ownership of what they have going on. And without that accountability to oneself, it doesn't al- – you won't see progression because then it's always just going to be this dream or it's just going to be, oh, I have this goal, but it's not written down. Mm. So when you have someone else that has a different perspective outside view of your of your business and seeing the potential and what could actually happen, it's having the business owner see that same perspective. It's like, I can do it. It's just I need someone to hold me accountable, to keep me keep me focused and driven towards that. Yeah, he's right. Because mm-hmm. um, it's it's pretty weird. Because I also follow I follow Gary V on mm-hmm. online and stuff, mm-hmm. and he he's always like, "Oh, be accountable and stuff, right?" But in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do it," but I, I, <laughs> I don't. And so, I, like I said, it, it's he's right what he said. Like, you need that extra push mm-hmm. sometimes to get there, especially when like you're doing like when you're being rough. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't want to get up in the morning mm-hmm. like, to go to work. I remember I hated my job. I wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember talking to my fiance. I was like, I just want to quit. I don't want to come to work no more. But I mean, thankfully, I still came and. Yeah, but he was there. He's he's pretty good help with everything too. One of my favorite things that we would do mm-hmm. is that we would literally set a list of stuff 
of how many I want to do this month or something. Kind of an obtainable goal, not, not too much or not too low um, of what I want to reach and stuff. And then thankfully I'd reach them. Um, I, I, I can't remember exactly what month this was, mm-hmm. but this was, um, I think it was like in August or something, that he has set a limit for me, and I, I think I got every single limit that he needed, mm-hmm. except for the life insurance one, I think. Mm-hmm. But I did everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like one or two short on that one. But I did. I, I surpassed everything else, and I was pretty happy that I, that we reviewed everything too. Because to be honest, after our meetings, I'd have a piece of paper, but then I'd forget like what would my goal to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I don't know what my goal is. So I just gotta hustle. So that's what <laughs> we would do. What are some of the things that you <clears throat> learned from Daryl that you continue to use in your successful business? Well, to actually write stuff down and plan it out. Because mm-hmm. I would never do that. I would just like kind of stress. Mm. and put everything in my head mm-hmm. right and then actually um it, it might seem dumb but google calendar mm-hmm. helps mm-hmm. a lot like mm-hmm. i didn't know anything about it but that keeps now i use that like about everything that's like that's the center of my life sure it keeps my staff organized and it keeps me organized uh and then we always know what's kind of going on in the office mm-hmm. if i step out or something i can update it from my phone and it just helps it makes everything a lot easier so that's like a big aspect that he helped to me personally get organized mm-hmm. but also like like he said, the accountability part. Now I'm accountable to my clients and stuff, not to be late or anything like that. It might seem weird for everybody maybe that's listening, like I'm not to be late, but it's like extremely important mm-hmm. about people's time and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on everything to be 100%, but I'll get there for sure. And another thing that I remember is just that on kind of how to talk to clients certain ways, like when it gets difficult, because in insurance it's hard, because every single year – policies are going to go up in price mm-hmm. just because that's how the, the the industry is and it goes up and up and up mm-hmm. so he kind of told me like i remember i told him one time i was like man i'm kind of scared like how do i tell people like their policies going up and he told me like you just got to tell them up front how how it is and so i forgot the exact example he used but yeah i've used many different examples to people and everybody's really understanding about everything too and then i always try to help clients even if it's just going up or something i don't just tell them like oh well it's going up i really try to genuinely uh, do an effort and stuff like that when you first started your business, can you kind of talk about the results that you've seen from when you first from started? From then to now? Yeah, from then to now. Okay, so when I first started in the beginning, um, the business wasn't making a, a lot. It started at really, it started basically at be, below like a thousand policies. So in terms of like monetary wise, that's not extremely a lot. Mm-hmm. But now like about two years later, two years and a half later, and then after Daryl's and stuff, because I did most of my growth, um, from March of 2018 to December 2018, obviously, because mm-hmm. uh, we're building January. So I did m- substantial growth there. Um, I grew, I think, like, I forgot exactly how much, but I have to check. But it's over 200 policies that we grew and stuff from just that point on. But, like, monetary-wise, my, my business, like, basically doubled. Nice. A l- little bit more than doubled in, in income and stuff from when I first began. And so farmers have these bonuses, too, that they give you, for like, performing pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then I've been hitting that mark, too, so that's, like, extra things that helps me and, like, my staff and mm-hmm. try to get everything allocated how I want it to be and stuff and just upgrading. So um, so this is how we upgrade, like, I guess, uh, can I put it into visual terms? So when I first started, my office was 520 square feet. Mm-hmm. But now in this office that we're currently in, it's 1,300 square feet. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. so we upgraded pretty big. Um and then also, like, I, I, I could afford to pay my people more, and I can set bigger goals for everybody. So it, it's just been all around, like, 
really amazing and stuff. And then I'm happy that I don't got to struggle financially no more. <laughs> I don't got to worry about like, oh, crap, my car payment this. Like, oh, shoot, like what I got to do this month or anything. But now everything's like more comfortable and I'm really excited. And it's just, it, it, it's still a growing journey because I really want to make my office like big and sustainable, mm-hmm. like at least here because, um, well, that's how I want to be. And so I, I really want to be, semi- I want to set myself apart from the rest of the people. I want to care about people. I don't want to just like come in here and like, oh, give me your money. And right. then we'll just exchange insurance and stuff. No, because we genuinely care about people. We know everybody's names. We know their families. We know where they come from and stuff. We know all their hardships and stuff, too. Mm. And they open up to us. It's, it's really hard because sometimes people come in here and cry mm. with us, too. So it's, it's, it's a big, big, like, a big step. And it's kind of, like, weird for me that people just open up easily to me. But then I, it lets me see that people actually trust me. Mm-hmm. I'm not just, like, another agent that they go here. Like, well, they go with anybody mm-hmm. else and stuff. Well, Daryl, it sounds like you've got a success story here. <laughs> got one. <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, there's many more to come. There's going to be many more to come. And, Crystal, thank you very much for being on the podcast. And uh, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. Well, first of all, they can call us if they like. Our office phone number is 661-845-2048. They also can find us on Facebook. It's the Garcia Agency. And they can find us on Instagram, same thing, Garcia Agency. It has a farmer's logo on it. Or they can go to our website. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what that is, but it's for farmer's insurance slash Crystal Garcia, and you'll be able to find me there. And what's your address? Our address is 10130 Main Street, Suite C in Lamont, California. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. There's some, you gave us a lot of great insight and actually some things that I think some of our listeners can take away to help them grow a very strong and profitable business, and we thank you. Right. Oh, one more thing I want to uh, throw in. If you guys ever need any extra guidance or something, I really recommend reading a book. It's called, uh, I think it's How to Influence, How, oh, how to Win Friends and How to Influence People. I forgot. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale yeah. Carnegie. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the <laughs> second person in as many interviews right. that we've that I've conducted on here that has recommended that book. And in fact, to our listeners, if you're interested in that book, we've got it on our recommended reading page on our website at smallbusinesscelebration forward slash recommended dash reading. And you can go ahead and find that book. It's uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Again, two casts in a row that have recommended that yeah, book. Yeah, they recommended it to me. I read it. It teaches you how to be nice to everybody. I mean, I was already being nice to people, but it teaches you how to like care about people and stuff and how to put yourself in a great position so they can help you do stuff. So mm-hmm. I really, really recommend it. Excellent. Well, thank <laughs> you again for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Krista, for your time. And no, I'm glad to thank see you your me. success. <laughs> I've been asked, who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business owner who's a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Become a visioneer by joining the Tribe on Small Business Celebrations Facebook page and on Instagram today.
Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you may find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. And that's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. If there is a business in the California, San Joaquin Valley you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.